All right, here is nutritionist and wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Laura, where have you been? I've needed you in my life this past week. Uh, I've had so much going on. I'm suffering from being in Calgary with, uh, I don't know, is it like the high altitude that uh, I've had like sore throat, a runny nose? You know what? I think it's a combination of probably being in fight or flight, being stressed out. I mean, maybe there's a lot of germs right now. People are back to work, back to school, especially mm-hmm. when you're traveling. I personally don't like airports. I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, is it being on a plane? Like how taxing is actually just, I don't care where you're going, but yeah. actually being in a pressurized cabin? It's horrible for you. From a digestive perspective, it's really bad for you. It throws kind of your natural rhythms off. Um, So a lot of people will feel like constipated or they'll be nauseous. Definitely um, in terms of like when you're flying, depending on how long your flight is as well, um, you may feel like groggy or sleepy because of the pressure. And then also dehydrated. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are dehydrated. Naturally, they're mostly dehydrated, but flying really dehydrates you. So and you add a, a time change into that as well, right? Because yeah. there's a two-hour uh, time difference, which doesn't sound like a lot. But honestly, I got back late Monday. I just feel like myself today. Yeah. Yeah. It took me yeah. a couple of days. So. so it's probably a combination, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you saw on my Instagram when we were there at the uh, Canadian Country Music Awards uh, over the uh, weekend, uh, Cheryl Hickey from ET Canada and myself uh, participated in goat yoga. <laughs> <laughs> and I have got so much grief from friends and people online about the, the having a laugh. As a matter of fact, my, my one good friend, uh, Brian, just uh, messaged me uh, yesterday, said, uh, I felt bad for the goat. <laughs> he felt sorry for the actual goat. Really? But, but what is this goat? You okay. know, you've done this before, I've done right? this before. I've done it a few times. Personally, I didn't find it benefited me at all. I mean, I love animals, and I love petting them and seeing them in their natural yeah. element in nature, but... I kept thinking they're going to like poop all over me and they did. And they pooped like all over my feet. And I was like, I can't really, I'm breathing. I'm supposed to be inhaling and exhaling. And I always felt was like go poop. Yeah. I don't know if that was your experience, but it didn't really make me feel calm. Yeah. I did see a puddle of something just two mats over from me. Okay. And I just said to myself, that's sweat. Somebody's sweating. It's got to be sweat. That's all it can be. But I don't know. Like, are the goats supposed to be? Because for those that have not uh, indulged or tried this yet, they actually pour like goat food or whatever, like on your back, so they'll hop up. And is the idea that it makes you more limber? That the hooves are working into your muscles? Or? I don't know. I think it's some like great marketing ploy. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I I mean I've done it a few times. And every time it's the same experience. I feel more nervous. I'm not connected to my breath. I don't even want to move because I think I'm going to trample on them or something like that. So I honestly, I don't know. I know it's popping up all over though. But as a wellness expert, you do like yoga. I love yoga Mm -hmm. for sure. I love movement. I love, um, you know, meditation, the meditation component as well. But I don't know. Adding in the goats. I mean, I've also done puppy yoga, so I'm a little bit biased that I like puppy yoga better. Wait, wait there's puppy yoga? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm it's, like, it's a really big thing now, too, especially in Toronto. Who doesn't love puppies? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they won't poop all over you. But the one problem is they're going to lick your face. Right, constantly. yeah. Yeah, talk about a downward dog. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, goats. You're gone. Done. I'm into the puppies. All right, we're going to talk about the plant-based uh, fast food uh, this mm-hmm. week as well, because, uh, you know, this has been all the rage uh, for the greater part of this year. I know the 
A&W uh, Beyond Meat Burger yeah. has uh, been big. Uh, but you want to just kind of bring some straight talk to folks on this. Yeah. So I think, and I'm going to just, I have a few notes that I've taken as well. But for me, when it comes to plant-based burgers, I think a lot of people are forgetting that it's still a fast food item. So maybe it's a better, it's a better way to look at it as like a bridge between, let's say, going from eating meat to a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. But if you look at all the ingredients, it's still kind of crappy for you. Um, When you compare it to a regular beef burger from A&W, the calories can still be high, can still be the same. I mean, the ingredients are completely different, but it's still made to mimic a fast food product. And I think a lot of people are forgetting that. So as nutritionists, I don't think there's a lot of um, benefits or ingredients when you look at the label. And a lot of people don't look at the label. They just think, oh, it's plant-based, so it must be great for me, must be better for me. But actually, that's not true. And there's a lot of marketing ploys behind this as well. So I think what people really need to pay attention to is, is this good for me as a bridge if I want to eat more of a plant-based diet? Is this a better alternative as to meat? And then really doing their research and being their own best nutritionist as to what are the ingredients in there. When you say a bridge, do you mean uh, those that are maybe consuming fast food and are used to hamburgers? This Mm -hmm. will get them on to vegetables. And maybe if they start with a plant-based burger, uh, next thing you know, hey, you're eating steamed vegetables. Well, I mean, it's hard because it's still fast food, right? So it's still going to mimic the taste of a burger. It's still going to mimic. It's it's still greasy. I mean, there's still a a bun. There's still other condiments which aren't healthy for you either. So I think in people's mindset, um, are they looking at it as like, this is a better option for me for now? And then maybe I'll eat, I'll gravitate to a salad. I don't know. I mean, everyone responds differently, but I think like as we're seeing more and more merchants and food trends around plant-based food and plant-based diet, it's here to stay, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the Beyond Meat Burger or Impossible Meat Burgers are healthy. Okay. Having said that, what should we be looking at? What's in your uh, magic notes there? Okay, so I'm going to just pull them up. Um, Personally, I think if you do want to have a plant-based burger, it's it's always great to make your own. So you can make your own like beet burgers. Those are really good. Um, Even a hemp seed type of burger is really good. I just, I'm cautious for people that they're not looking at... um, The one indicator is like a pea protein. So pea protein, that's what's made in the Beyond Beef Burger and I think Impossible Beef as well. But that's the main concern for me because pea protein as a legume, it has a lot of allergens. So a lot of people can be allergic to pea protein from a digestive perspective, causing a lot of gas and bloating. And then canola oil. So canola oil is a big one as well. It's a big um, high in omega-6 and it's very anti-inflammatory to the body. So pretty much when I look at all the ingredients of the Beyond Beef Burger, the three ingredients I pull out are really canola, um, protein, pea protein isolate, and then water. Okay, so when you look at those ingredients and you know what uh, makes up this uh, burger, mm-hmm. really at the end of the day, and people are going in thinking, I still it's love healthy. my fast food, but uh, this is a healthier choice. Not really. Not really, right? Yeah. So this is what I found in one of the articles that we shared from Business Insider. It said, um, so Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat, typically the Impossible Whopper has 630 calories, where the regular Whopper has 660 this is from Burger King. Okay. So there's not much of a difference in terms of calories. And it's still really. processed, right? It's still processed food. And I think a lot of people are forgetting that. I mean, it's still supposed to mimic and taste like meat. So they're using low-quality oils, fillers, binders. And a lot of the time, they're even using um, color additives. 
Mm, so we know that okay. this isn't healthy either. All right. Let me bring in the vegan on staff here quickly. Uh, Jackie, <laughs> who knew we were discussing this uh, today, and uh, you just wanted to counter this uh, by saying what, uh, Jackie? I understand that it's not healthy, but I'm not going to fast food because I'm going to eat healthy. That's I'm right. going to fast food because I want to eat a burger, and now I have some options. It tastes great, and that's the same reason people buy Big Macs. So I understand. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't care. So as a vegan, you're happy finally to have a junk alternative like everybody no, else. No, that's exactly it. Yeah. I eat healthy naturally. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Now I can go out and eat to unhealthy. But Jackie, I'm totally with you. I don't think there's anything wrong, and I don't ever like to demonize foods. I mean, if you're going to go for fast food, go for fast food. And if you want to have a Beyond Meat burger as a fast food option... I, I'm totally cool with that. I just think, you know, from as a nutritionist, I think if people are always dependent on having a Beyond Beef burger um, and thinking that's healthy as a uh, for a plant-based food or plant-based diet, there's a little bit concern there for me. Yeah, and that's a marketing issue, the of way course, that they're right? yeah. trying to, you know, take that angle. But yes. it is just about having an option. Just want of to course. educate the consumer and let them know what they're walking into. That's yes. it. All right. Uh, finally, uh, you're at the Natural Product Expo. You've got a few uh, items that uh, they're going to be featuring that you think are going to be a really big in the coming year when it comes to wellness? So Natural Product Expo is in actually it's in Baltimore but the equivalent is CHFA in Toronto so they're both happening this weekend and we've heard I think everyone's heard about keto, so that's all the rage. So that's definitely going to be a big trend again for 2020. We're going to see um, a product called Brain Armor, which is great for not only people that are on keto, but for brain health. Uh, there's Unbun, Love Good Fats, which is uh, used to be called Susie's Good Fats, Healthy Bars. So those bars that are really low in sugar and benefit anyone that's on a keto diet, okay. we'll see more and more trends around keto. So that's a big one. Sorry, what is Unbun? So Unbun is a bun okay. that you can eat. So it's, it's bread, but it doesn't have the sugars and the calories like a regular um, bun oh, would okay. have. So if you're on the keto diet, you can eat these buns. You can okay. eat this type of bread. So All right. So keto will continue to be a big trend. Keto will continue to be a big trend. And just pulling up more of my notes. Responsible packaging, uh, more recycling, and a waste reduction. So you're going to see a lot more products, especially potato chips. So you may have heard, and maybe Jackie's heard this as well because she's... Um, a plant following plant-based diet. I was say, she's the healthy one on She's staff. the healthy yeah, one, okay. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a, lot, a big trend now about ugly potatoes or ugly vegetables. So where do they go? Because a lot of people don't want to buy them at the grocery store. Right, yeah. They right? get discounted a lot of times, don't they? Or they yeah. don't even make it yeah. to the shelves. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really care. It's, to me, a potato is a potato if it still has nutritional value and content. But a big trend right now is that a lot of these companies are creating a potato chips um, called like ugly potatoes, where they actually just get these potatoes that no one wants and makes chips out of them. Um, so you'll see that more with not just potato chips, but even juice companies. Um, they'll combine fresh fruits and veggies and they'll make juices. So that okay. was something that I thought was kind of cool. I have never met a potato chip I didn't like, by the way. Sadly. Neither have I, and I'm nutritionist. Yeah. Neither have I. <laughs> All right, one other trend you got? One other trend, um, and this is a big one. Maybe some of you have seen this before, is bamboo. So bamboo toothbrushes. So one bamboo toothbrush can be equivalent uh, to at least five or six plastic toothbrushes. So we're going to be seeing more and more bamboo pop up. Very nice. Love it. And uh, before we let you go, I want to mention uh, you're part of uh, Keto Fest. Uh, yes. When is this happening? So Where is it? This is a Vaughn Keto Fest. So if you look them up on Instagram, they're at Vaughn Keto Fest. This is happening this Saturday from 10 to 4. All right. And you're speaking and as I'm part of it? And I'm speaking as well. Correct. All right. Check that out on Instagram and check Laura out on Insta at Go With Your Gut, nutritionist and wellness expert. Laura DeSanctis with us. Thank you. Laura, good to see you as always. You too. Back after break.